It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hi guys, I'm Ari. And I'm Sophie, and you're listening to Having a Night. Reviving the lost art of the dinner party. Season four, all about weddings. There's a place here at the table, your coats go by the door. You can kick your shoes off in that pile on the floor. I hope you wore elastic, cause your waistband's gonna get tight. Eight times done, we're having a night. Here we are. We're back after a really long hiatus. Yeah, I'm sorry. It was an unannounced hiatus. Yeah, fully unannounced, and then we took full advantage and just, like, stretched it out to two months? I don't know. I can't tell time anymore. Can anyone? No, Ari asked me what month it was, and I was about to be like, well, it's February. Here we are. Yep. No. No, not yet. Oh, you know, a lot has been going on, and I think holidays happening. I've had a bajillion weddings slash trying to still plan my own, and... Not a lot of updates for you guys, uh, except that we're postponing the wedding even longer. So that just means <laughs> you guys will get to hear all about it in the next year. Yeah, Plus season four. Months. Yeah, season four will be <laughs> eighteen months long. Yeah. The good news is we're back, and we are dedicated to having this podcast come out every week. So we're going to try to be really diligent, and you know. Put our best foot forward. So thanks, guys, for sticking with us and still listening. Yeah. If you can't hear, I'm incredibly nasal. I've recovered from COVID. My body feels totally normal, but I am like congested beyond belief. If any of our listeners have had long, long congestion, yeah, please don't tell say me. long COVID. No, no, no. I bet no. I think my energy would feel really different if it was long COVID, right? I, I hope so. I, I think it just lingers longer than people say it does. Yeah. Cause mine also, uh, the sore throat, the, the congestion was not as long as yours, but the sore throat, which I've just been, you know, coughing it up to get good pun, bad pun. Isn't coughing, that a thing? Coughing it up. Coughing it up? No. Oh yeah. Is yeah. It? Coughing up like money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, I've been, uh, Blaming it on the dryness. Oh, chalking it chalking, up. Oh, chalking right. it chalking up. Coughing it up. it up. Yeah, cough up. Cough up the... And I'll chalk it up to COVID. COVID. Right. Oh, whatever. Yeah, so if we sound um, a little lackluster, it's just the dryness of my throat and the sinus congestion of Sophie's sinus. Yeah, our energy has never been better. Never. Ever. Never, <laughs> ever, 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 ever. I do feel like now we're in a period of time in which I've, I've seen so many people in the last week because prior to that I was quarantined, but so many people who are like, I'm just fed up. Like COVID is canceled. Mm -hmm. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I don't want to engage with the idea that it's going on. Mm -hmm. I think people are just like at their wits end. I I mean, you can include me in that group. Same. And I'm sorry for everyone who may be listening, who, you know, is 
immunocompromised in some way and maybe is having a completely different reaction. Maybe this is insensitive, but, uh, and there is no, but I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, No, but I also think it's like, we're all just fed up with the state of the world, right? whether or not, I think obviously having just had it, I'm like, hell yeah, I'm eating indoors <laughs> for like the 30 days that I have immunity or yes. whatever. Yes. Best 30 days of my life. Exactly. <laughs> Live it up. Unfortunately, we're doing a version of dry January as in Harry is doing dry January, which means that <laughs> I've been taken along. The, yeah. Or the guilt is, even if you weren't technically doing it, it's not fun to be like, I'm just going to have a drink and yeah. watch, you know, and sit with you as you try and be good. Right, as you drink your water. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, but also like, I guess having gotten sick, it's like kind of nice to give my body a break while it recovers. Yeah. But I miss wine. Don't worry. It's almost, we're almost halfway through January. We're over we're, halfway, yes, through January. We're over halfway through January. <laughs> Look, I'm nothing if not We're consistent. halfway through June. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yes, I can say I was at, I've been at a wedding the past, well, I was one New Year's Eve and then one on the 15th. So two weeks, uh, a week apart. And the first one, there was still like this, oh no, should we be here? Is this okay? Some people are wearing masks during the reception. And the second one, like just no one was talking about COVID. No one. Probably because everybody was like, we've all had Except, it. Or just like, we, yeah, there's just been a stark shift yeah. in the energy. Which I feel okay with. Yeah. I, I'm thrilled. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll just see how everything goes. Yeah. I say I'm thrilled. Meanwhile, well, whatever. So checked in, you know, that's, that's our tight five on COVID. But more importantly, what did you eat this week? So as I said, I was at this wedding in Richmond, Virginia, and, uh, uh, which was the 15th, which was last Saturday and the 14th. It was my birthday. As we know, we're both 14th children. Oh, yeah. Uh, children of the 14. <laughs> um, we went to this absolutely phenomenal restaurant. I was just saying to Sophie before we started recording, I would road trip to Richmond to just go to this restaurant and stay in this cute hotel, the Quirk. Very chic. Um, this restaurant, Adara, it's in like a residential kind of area. It's a teeny tiny dark bar, beautiful bar, um, Spanish, but like, Super limited menu, the kind of place where, you know, it's not like tapas. It's right. like a lot of tinned fish. There's a whole tinned mm. fish and like baguette section and then not really any bigger dishes. And then they have specials. So we had like this crazy clam, clam thing Yum. with some, um, bomba rice, which wasn't exactly a paella, but it was good. But we also had, I mean, their shrimp. I'm not, what is called that Spanish shrimp? It's like ajillo or something. It's just Gambas like, con ajillo. Sure. That sounds exactly like what I had. I, which I think means shrimp with garlic. Yes. I think ajillo means garlic. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> neither of us took Spanish in high school. I did. That's you did. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. I was real bad student. Um, so, but you know, the shrimp dish, it's like, if when it's good, it's like full, big, head on shrimp yes. in their shells. In a pool of like garlicky butter shrimp juice, which is God damn, there's nothing better. Yeah, my and it's my favorite color to eat, which is orange. Yep. You know, you just know orange is gonna be good because you yeah. got some spice and some fat. Yeah, whether it's a Cheeto or a creamsicle or the top of a pizza, the oil that's running down your hand from a piece of pizza. Absolutely. It's so you're right. It is sort of the most like tempting color flavor. Color flavor. Color flavor. Yeah. 
Anyhow, those shrimp, I mean, I could have bathed in that sauce and they didn't take it away. Like we had more food Mm -hmm. coming and they knew not to take it away. And we had so much bread to dip in it. And they were also like we sat at the bar and the bartender was sick. He was just like, what do you like? Let me just make you whatever. He made me all these aquavit cocktails. And then that's the flavor that you went for. You were like, no, no." I had one off the menu that I really liked. That was like aquavit was the main ingredient. And then he was like, well, let me just, let's just stay on this train and I'm going to make you something else. And by the end, were you like, no more anise or were you digging it? By the end, I was literally so drunk that when we went to the welcome party and I did see Paul Ryan outside, I was like, am I hallucinating? Am I in a nightmare? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, was it aquavit or was it absinthe? Yeah. Aquasynth. Um Anywho, what about you? Well that sounds fabulous. Um I well since since our hiatus, I have had some fabulous meals because we were in Switzerland and it's just the land of oh my god, is crispy it the land potato. Of- well, mm-hmm. so we were in German Swiss Germany. Sorry. No. German Switzerland, Swiss German, but you would say a person is Swiss German. So whatever we were in a town called Closters, which it's like the coziest place I've ever been. It was so beautiful mountains, etc. Harry and I did not ski, which made a lot of room for eating. <laughs> so they're famous for imagine a gigantic latka, like a thick, gigantic latka. It's called rusty. Mm-hmm. So it's like potatoes rusty. And then Usually with like a thin piece of ham and two fried eggs on it. So okay, it's, it's like big. a Swiss German croque. Exactly, yeah, croque monsieur. Sure. I think. Yeah, I never. I've. I don't think I've ever ordered a croque monsieur or croque madame in my life. I think that makes two of us. It's like it just wouldn't occur to me. It's just something I want a bite of someone else's. Yes, I don't want that because that thing. one bite is enough. True. Oh, and also, of course, there's melted cheese, so it literally is like a deconstructed croque monsieur. So. We had a lot of that, some excellent meat. Um, We did fondue one night, which like I have never had proper fondue and this was killer. Mm -hmm. But I guess traditionally they only do bread. I thought that it was going to be like, what do you want to dip? Like we got it all, but it's only (laughs) bread, which actually is, you know, it's like you have a salad and then just melted cheese with bread. It's so good. Yeah. Um, And then since we got back, we both got COVID, yada, yada. Um, and Harry is not only doing dry January, he's also doing vegetarian January. Wow. So, which I'm in full support of, and I think it's great, except I like really keep on craving meat. I like need a cheeseburger or a steak sometime in the next few days, but. Call me. Call me. I, yes. Like, um, Harry, I'm going out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so. We've eaten, what have we eaten? Harry made this really good bean chili that I was just eating. Uh, uh, since we've been home, I really have nothing to say. I, I, my smell disappeared for a couple of days. That was really scary. Truly frightening. So like my eating is just all over the place right now, but thank God I had Switzerland. Yeah. I always have Switzerland. Yeah. Wow. I really want to go there. It's it's high on the list. It's so beautiful. And it just makes you be like, wait, what's wrong with America that our ski lodges, it's like a chili bowl, you know, and like maybe a beer. There, it's full-service restaurant, tablecloths, like, beautiful menu. Everybody has a glass of wine or a bottle. Like, it's so much more – just the quality of everything is so high. Yeah. I wonder what – 
I think it's just the the ones here are so overcrowded. They have to be like yeah. in cafeteria style, in and out. Right. Yeah, it's cafeteria style. That's the yeah. word I was missing. I have been to some that are actually quite good, but most of them, it's almost like you have to lean into it. Be like, can't wait for that right. bowl of chili. Well, exactly. <laughs> it's like I love a chili bowl. I love a fully loaded baked potato. But just the idea, it's like so much more civilized in yes. a way than like clomping in in your snow boots. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, America. Well. You failed us again, America. That's true. Um, okay, but today's topic is Bachelor Bachelorettes. Bachelor Bachelorettes. <laughs> so excited to talk about. You have gone to so many. I have been to a lot. Ari and I were just saying, we were just having lunch together and talking about weddings. What else? And Ari was saying that like she's finally kind of reached the threshold of like, okay, it's been too many. It's been... It's I'm over it. I'm not over it, but I have... I, I, it's, well, Sophie actually had the brilliant point in saying that one gets over something by it. It's just, be, you see the formula of it. Like I, yeah. I feel like I have been, I've had the same night over and over and over again. And I just want some variety. Yeah. I don't need. It's like you wouldn't eat broccoli and chicken every single fucking night, no. but you wouldn't have pizza every single night. Right. right? It's like, there needs to be exactly variety is the spice of life. Like there needs to be something where I'm not being like, it's the same songs and the same words mm-hmm. and the same kind of dinner. Same and run of show. Exactly. Same kind and of flowers. The same people. And, mm-hmm. Right? It's like, yeah, yeah. And that is, I think, what gets tiring. Absolutely. And, you know, like, I love getting dressed up, but inevitably, that's the most fun part of the night. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you really, like, sit with that, it feels kind of shitty and pointless. And then you're like, totally. I don't even want to do this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I will say. Side note: At this wedding, some a wife or girlfriend of someone who I did not know um, was there, and she was like one of the cool chicks from Man Repeller, like not not the main girl, not the main girl, but one of the other girls who's like a very gifted writer and like super cool style. And I was like, I'm glad that she gets to see my outfit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Oh my god. I can't believe we've never discussed this element of like, you know, when you go to a wedding and for some reason you just, well, I'm going to sound really full of myself. You just assume that you're going to be the best dressed one there. Always. You're like, I put so much thought into my outfit. Everyone else is going to be wearing like something kind of conservative. I'm going to look kooky. Mm-hmm. And then you get there and you look around and you're like, fuck, like this or that girl or like all five of them are so cool. Oh, I'm always very discouraged. I'm always like, God damn it. Yeah, but I you're in you're in else. that group. You're in that group, but you just don't expect the group to be that exactly. large. Or I don't expect it to be a group at all. Yeah. I mean, I just expect to strut my stuff. Of course. And I don't know why. <laughs> I, I do truly always assume that everyone else, like, just doesn't care about what they look like. They just want to not be in the spotlight or not. But I think a lot of people do, or at least want to look good i can't i just can't imagine everything like well i'll just it's not my wedding so i'll just hold back oh absolutely not no. well, there was a photo of nowhere kendall jenner at somebody's wedding did you see this yeah yeah with that dress and i guess people were going ape shit that she had like worn this very very scantily clad Basically, it was a dress that showed her entire stomach and, like, most of her boobs. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I asked the bride before wearing it. Which I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And also, it. like, you, hot. you literally. Well, literally you can't compare. Model, 
Yeah. And you're getting your friend's wedding is getting pressed because of that. Like it's all it's right. a win win for everyone in that situation. That's true. Anyhow, I believe you probably brought this up because I am sick of weddings and I am sure you have been to very many bachelorettes that are the same thing over and yes. over again. So this is what I was thinking about is like the bachelorette, bachelor slash bachelorette, as in either or, not a joint, which we can get into later. Yep. But like as an idea, I actually think is so fabulous because it's supposed to be like a bacchanal, mm-hmm. right? It's like this person's quote unquote, last weekend of whatever version of freedom sounds exciting. Mm-hmm. So in a way I'm like, I mean, <laughs> I always remember you talking about that movie, the purge and being like, Oh yeah. One night you can do anything yeah. as long as what you want to do is murder. Yeah. And this should be like the purge where it's like for one weekend, you can do anything as long as what you want to do is like take Molly and have sex with a stranger. Yeah. You know, it's sort of like, I wish that people would lean more into the, like, really like wackiness of what it can be uh-huh. as opposed to it being like, Oh, like, okay. So Friday we're all going to wear black <laughs> and we're going to like play some games at the house. And then we're going to go and we're going to have like a really nice sushi dinner. Yeah. And like, we might go and get drinks afterwards. Yeah. Saturday is going to be like our crazy night. Then we're going to lounge by the pool on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. A yoga class. <laughs> and then we're going to do another fancy dinner. And then like, we, we like, we're going to go to this club. We got a table. Yeah. Like all this shit where it's just like, it takes the danger out of it, I think. And I'm like, I want it to feel more like a risk. Yeah. You like want it to crazy. be like the hangover. But yeah, it's like a lion or whatever. Right. And I'm like, for me, that was the worst part, the scariest part of that movie. Like the rest of it, I'm like, oh God, they're getting arrested or, you know, someone's in right. the, whatever, the desert, but like a lion or a tiger <laughs> in the room. Like I, that's a very, none scary. of that. I would not know how to deal with that. But yeah, it feels, I think what I have historically not liked about them is that it feels like it goes halfway. So it's like, you play a naughty game, uh-huh. but then you like just go out for a fancy dinner with a bunch of girls. It's like, come on, push the envelope, man. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> well, I think it's hard. I think probably like weddings, people, you want to, you want it to be special and you want to involve some kind of tradition of what the event is supposed to be, but no one really knows what that is, or it's not grounded in like religion, certainly, or it's just a weird like cultural thing. And you want to honor the person, the gal or the guy whose party it is. So you're, and you know, people are busy and they're like, okay, well, let's just, um, what are bachelorette things? You know, and you're like, okay, well, let's, and then let's just put them into a schedule. So then it seems like we planned this thing. Yes. Whereas I think they always benefit from more of a freewheeling aspect. Yeah. Like a little bit. Well, I also think, hold on. I was going to say a little bit less planning. But also, right, a little bit less planning, which can then lead to, you know, surprise things happening. Yeah. Harry's theory, which I very much agree with, is that whoever plans the bachelorette plans bachelor bachelorette plans the version that they would want to have. Yes. So, you know, it's like, I'm trying to think of a good example. Oh my God. We went, okay. I went to one in Mexico. When? Oh boy, this was 2014, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, the person whose who's bachelorette it was at her wedding was the first time that Harry and I kissed. So that's good. Ooh. But we went to Mexico and two of our friends had thrown it for her. It was low season, meaning it was hurricaning. Okay. They had rented a house that was claimed to be in Tulum. 
Unfortunately, you had to drive through Cancun to uh-huh. get to Tulum, meaning we literally were next to Senor Frogs, oh which God. I was like, then great. Let's fucking live yeah. up, get yard, you know, drinks by the yard or whatever and party. Yeah. No, phone parties. Not the vibe. But then, <laughs> but it, wait, it was a hurricane. <laughs> the house, it started, it started raining in the house no. and it was like, it had these, um, these, marble stairs oh, and no. the marble stairs was literally just a waterfall of water no. going down the marble stairs and I was like this is a fucking liability oh my god yeah I slip mean, and slide it was and then of course all our flights were cancelled oh and I was like I was supposed to start shooting a movie which like ended up not being very good so who cares but I was like if I don't get back yeah, to shoot like, this movie, I'm gonna die. Like, yeah, if I you guys don't understand, you're like fucking um, Meryl Streep in Devil Wears Prada, like on the phone, you're like, someone get this flight. Exactly. Yeah. What's the problem? It's barely raining. Yes, exactly. Um, but wow. But so that sorry, that was an example of I think the two people who planned it maybe thought that that would be like. That they, that they would have liked to have gone to like a house in Mexico, blah, blah, blah. Whereas I think the girl whose bachelorette it was would actually maybe rather have like done something like low key in New York or something. Uh-huh. You know, I think it's just you plan the party that you would, you want to have thrown for you. Yeah. Yeah. And you, sorry, you mean the person planning the party or the wedding, the, the bride? No, I mean the person planning, planning the party yes. plans like the bachelorette that they would want to have. Yes. And I think that presumably that person is usually the maid of honor or like close enough with the bride that like they should share some, like they're not going right. to throw this person in a situation. They like, no one's going to make me get into a shark tank. Right. You know, <laughs> like no one's going to make me go on a, go to six flags oh. on my bachelorette, <laughs> like do the things I hate. Right. Like eat cinnamon and go on a fucking roller coaster. <laughs> it's my nightmare. I play with a tiger. Oh my god! Yeah, we. Have it's not. Yeah, I'm not trying to like have exposure therapy. In cin- cinnamon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, you can't force it, and you got to lean into whatever it is because it. That's what makes something fun. Is uh, I hate to say this hot controversial word, but it's authenticity. You know, yeah. don't, if you're having the fucking party in Cancun, you're having it in Cancun. Yeah. You didn't, sorry, you didn't rent the house in Tulum. Exactly. You didn't. You didn't. So it's not going to be fucking classy. No. So the, it was all girls, obviously, and our one friend, Nulty, Christopher Nulty. And he and I were really trying to bring that kind of energy. So we like did go to Senor Frogs one day and like sat at the bar, you mm-hmm. know, and like kind of got fucked up. But then it's like, it's just the two of you alone and it's low season. So it's not like it's jam packed. So yeah. Like, well, we tried. Yep. But yeah, the, it's the lean in factor that I think is often missing from bachelorettes, but bachelor parties, that never seems to be a problem. That's very true. But I think, I don't know, this is my personal take on this. I don't want to do those. I want to do fun things, but that feels more formulaic than the Which girl. Part? Like the, I assume you you mean like the craziness of the guy thing is like, you know, going, it's a strip club and it is, it is like getting way too drunk. And usually there's like a funny, you know, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas moment. Right. But I feel like there's, I mean, I think it, whether you're going camping with eight of your guy friends mm-hmm. or you're doing strip clubs, it feels like there's a little bit more like lean in attitude yes. that happens yes. than at bachelorettes where I feel like there's not very much lean in. 
Yeah, you know? or it's just not the direction women, especially now in their like mid thirties, want to be leaning. I went <laughs> right. to a great bachelorette for our friend Callie, um, in um, it was just our high school friends. Otherwise, Sophie would have been there. Yes. Um, but in uh, when was that? Like Hot October? Uh, no, it was we were we stayed in Sherman Oaks, like in LA. Oh, right. But like we are all like thirty five, thirty six. We just like rented a house with a pool mm-hmm. and like ate really good food and went hiking and just hung out, especially given the state of the world. Like we hadn't all been able to do that in almost two years. So that's what we wanted to do. We did not like want to go to like a chip and dale bar. Right. Or even a club. But that's also like, you guys are all best friends where it's like, you're going to have so much fun, whether you're sitting at a house and really getting to catch up or you're out at a bar. It's like, the point is just time spent. You're right. Which like actually also brings me to something that I really feel about bachelor and bachelorette parties. It's like, just invite your friends. Like if you don't think your sister-in-law is your soon to be sister-in-law no. is cool. Don't fucking invite her. No. Like we if don't you don't think your sister is cool, don't, don't invite her. Yeah. Like make it fun for yourself, yeah. you know? Cause I feel like there's always this being so afraid of offending somebody. It's like, that person probably doesn't actually want to be in Nashville, like, with you know, running around know at 2 well. a.m. Exactly yeah. with people that they don't know that well. That person would rather just stay at home and, like, send you a nice gift. Yeah. Or spend quality time with, like, each. You don't group. have to do one thing. You could do, like, one weekend with your closest friends, and then you do, like, just a go dinner. out to dinner with your right. other friend. And, and I don't know. It's – we both – you guys all know this. Sophie and I – neither will or did have a a bridal party and i think that's part of it is like getting to bond those people all those disparate people the college friends the co-workers the high school friends you know right it's like like, these people like each other they're not friends for a reason right like they're not gonna be like oh i feel so much more comfortable wearing this matching dress and standing next to this person because we both did those like crazy jello shots you know right that's it's like, it's I love, wonderful memory. it's like, yeah, wouldn't it be so fun if actually everybody did get along, but inevitably that's just not what happens. Yeah. You know, and particularly because if you have friends from high school and college and post-college, it's like, everybody's met each other at a certain point. If yeah. they were going to be friends, they'd be friends. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they'd be calling each other out and hanging out or up as help. <laughs> yes, they would be friends and sometimes they are friends and kind of, and uh, you just, the way to make them get bond is not forcing them, I think, to like yeah. do something that neither, no one really wants to do. Right. I mean, look, if the club that Channing Tatum dances in in Magic Mike exists, like, yes, I will go to it. It does, and it's in Las Vegas, and it's called Magic Mike Double XL, and I've been, okay. and obviously, if I had a bachelorette, which I kind of still want to do, I would just want to go to Vegas and do that. Okay, and, like, talk to me. Ham. Talk to me. Okay, so as as I've said, clearly, I'm the lean-in camp. And when I say lean-in, I mean lean-in to, like, lean into the penis straws. Lean-in okay. okay. to, like, okay. like wow. if you're going to do it, just do it. I'm shocked. And go hard. Because I, I don't like half measures. And would the penis straws be made of glass? True. No, you'd have to it's keep them very, forever. Well, <laughs> Reusable penis straws. Yeah. It's like a... 
It's a very wasteful okay. That's very. Industry. It can be very wasteful. Okay. I will be a Brooklyn Glass hand-blowing yeah. all 12 of the penis straws. Oh, my God. <laughs> I haven't really formulated exactly what I would want, but I know, like, I would rather just do the strip club, yeah. you know, get fucked up, go to a club, like, yes. really go full out. No fancy, nice dinners. Like, no yoga. No one has to dress a certain way, but, like, you do have to wear something that's very short and very slutty. Yeah, just wear something that, like, you. the dress code is, like, your biggest night at high in high school. Exactly, right. The dress code is it's your 21st birthday. Yes. You know, and you're trying to get fucked. Um, so I feel like I would, I would want to do something like that. But, but I've also, I have also been at Bachelorette's where the the theme was lean in and like sometimes things do go awry. Tell me more. We went to one in New Orleans and I remember when you got back. Oh yeah. It was to say it was a mess is like such a gross understatement. (laughs) I can't even go into all the things that happened, but it really peaked when the person who had organized it took our last dinner all together as an opportunity to go around and curse every single person out individually and be like, are you think you're so fucking this, that, the other, I mean, it was so insane. Wow. And then that night, like we got back to the hotel and one of the girls in the bachelorette was like having sex on a bench outside the hotel with a stranger. <laughs> She's married to him now and they have two kids. Oh, Can well, you that's that? great. Isn't that fabulous? We went on like an alligator, you know, they have these boats like to go, to go see and al- see alligators. The fan boats? Yes. Very loud. And like one of the people was really fucked up and kept on like trying to put her hand in. I mean, oh it was my so God. I hate that. nutty. <laughs> we got kicked out of several places. So it's like, there's definitely, I think now that we're in our, now that we're in our mid thirties, maybe there's a little bit more like, okay, we know how to push it without yeah. going over the line. Yeah. But Definitely at that age, it was, it was like, oh, we're leaning in and it's having some dire consequences. Yeah. Well, it's like, you got to lean in with a, some, some sense of self-awareness or like responsibility. Don't lose all of your information. Right. Yes, exactly. Feel yeah, right on your skin, but don't feel all of the <laughs> Release or don't release them all. Right. Keep some. Right. Keep some of your inhibitions. <laughs> I do love that song so That's much. That's a great song. Wow, I haven't thought about that song in quite some time. I, I just thought of it recently because some very funny tweeter, Twitter artist, uh-huh. uh, when the CDC changed the mask mandate like a month ago or whatever, was like, the CDC says, there were all these memes, and one of them was like, the CDC says that you should... Um, you know, don't wear a mask. You know, only quarantine for five days. Release your inhibitions and feel the rain on your skin. It's like, oh fuck, that song. It's very funny. The Hills was that the intro music for The Hills? Ugh, I think I so. Think so. No, I feel like no, 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 no. I was getting sorry. I was actually getting that confused with Devil Wears Prada because I thought maybe it was oh, Katie is Tunstall. It, isn't it? Is it the beginning of Devil Wars Prada? I think it might be. No, no. Her face is a map of the world. Is a map oh, of the world. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Oh, me too. oh my it's god. So good. <laughs> can we can we get that song to play us out? We can't. It's too expensive. We oh, could well. experiment with Spotify. <laughs> we've never done it here before. But <laughs> any yeah, yes. So keep some of your inhibitions. Keep some inhibitions. Yeah. But part of what I mean with like the guys leaning in versus girls is. 
And I, I worry that this sounds really sexist. I hope it doesn't. But it feels like when guys are maybe around other guys that they're not close friends with, they're, they find other things to bond over. Whereas I think women are maybe not as good at making, at becoming close with other women who they're not friends with in that kind of a situation. Like, wait, wait, wait. Have you seen F Boy Island? No. Oh my God. What is well, that? I watched it while I had COVID. Okay. It's three women. Yeah. And 24 men. And all of the men are either a nice guy or an F boy. And like, is it reality television? It's reality TV. What network? It's on HBO Max. What is an F boy? A, a fuck, fuck boy? boy. So it's like, you know, a, someone who's like sort of manipulative is really like only interested in having sex. Okay. Not interested in something long term. And it's basically like the girls are supposed to sort of like figure out who's the F boy, who's the nice guy. And like, can the F boys be reformed? Whatever. Uh-huh. But like every week, the girls are like, I'm just so sick to like the guys. They're like, I'm just so sick of like you guys being so like so close with each other and like not giving a shit about the women. Cause it's like the guys just want to like hang out with each other. Yeah. And they're like, we don't want to come on your stupid date. We yeah. just like want to hang out and I don't know, lift weights or whatever. God, that's like the version <laughs> of the bachelor or the bachelorette that everyone wants to see. Like right. the show. Yeah. Right. So it's like, Probably. and I feel like that's kind of what happens on, you know, on bachelorettes. It's like, the women are all going out hoping that they'll meet, I don't know, a bunch of hot guys. Mm-hmm. And then hot guys are on bachelor parties just being like, whatever, man. Like, I don't know. Is it? I mean, I guess maybe I have a completely different idea of what a bachelor party is. Because I thought it was like, let's all, there was a great SNL sketch about this. Like, let's all hang out and like all get boners together. <laughs> Which is so weird. Like, oh, let's I mean, have a girl come over and strip and then we all have hard on. <laughs> weird. Why would you want to do that? That's very good. Well, but it's also like all the homoeroticism. I mean, it's oh, the same I mean, as a fraternity, yes. right? But it feels like there's a little bit more like, yeah, man, we're all going to kind of do this. And like, yo, you're Brad's friend from high school. That's so awesome. Yeah. You know, as opposed to like, oh, you're her friend from high school. No, there's definitely cute. You know, it's like <laughs> I'm proud of like the levels of nuance that women bring, and in all of their judgment and yes. you know, meanness. I, I'm. It, it does seem to be more dimensional than the guys thing of like, yeah. What are they right. bonding over? Like sports, boobs, sports, tips, right. and sports, Sport. drinking. You oh know. Oh my god, I feel like we're gonna. You know, I'm gonna get pilloried for being like a for oversimplifying men. <laughs> I will. But I I think it is a simple uh, activity for them. Whereas yes. girls might be more bored with just like, oh, let's just go to this club. I don't know. I think women want more. They strive for more. You're probably right. But I do think you have to lean in. You're right. that uh, We're both right. We're, we're both right, so we're right. right. <laughs> well, the reality is just like do what you want to do. Yeah. But if you're on my bachelorette, you better lean in. You better lean in, bitch. My friends uh, have been recently, you know, since they know that I'm getting married, have been like, Ari, I need, you know, everyone has kids now. Like, Ari, Vegas, I need it. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm I want to do it, I think. Yeah. But I. Oh my God, that'd be so fun. Yeah. But it's certainly not going to be like, I don't, I don't know. Well, everyone will know each other very well and it won't be, there won't be that weirdness, but, and I I do want to party, but there won't be like prescribed you know, yeah, yoga or like pool or like, you know, 4 p.m. Like we're doing the whatever DJ by the pool. So that oh, will God. give me a heart attack. Yes, I've done that once and it was 
terrible. Yeah, I'm just a little worried in Vegas that like what how where do you go during the day if you want to have a chill day daytime? You stay in the great suite. Yeah. Or like there are always pools that are more chill. Yeah. You don't have to do like the wristband one no. where like you pay $200 an hour for a stupid cabana. It's like also when I, I went with a few friends, which kind of, it kind of felt like a bachelorette party. And I'm going to one of their bachelorettes in Ibiza. Fun. In the summer, which I'll talk about in a second. But, um, everybody's so fucked up that you're watching these people in the pool. First of all, you're watching people like try to pole dance and they're <laughs> wet and they're drunk mm-hmm. and like they're about to fall into four, you know, four foot deep water and you're like, watch out. Yeah. Then you can tell everybody's peeing in there, which like, <laughs> I know chlorine kills it, but like, Ew. it's not, it's really Yeah. Nasty. You suddenly you realize like, wait, sorry, there is no bathroom around here. Right. right. And these, we've, these people have been here seemingly for weeks. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like, there's no level of, I don't want to get so fucked up that I decide to get in that water, yeah. you know, like that's, that's my, <laughs> my yeah, barometer. Yeah. But I'm going to my friend Meredith's um, bachelorette in Ibiza. I've never been to Ibiza. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. But she's very much doing like, which I love. She's like, if you guys want to come, please come. If you don't, guys, that's totally fine. Like, yes. it's a trip to another, not just, it's like a trip to a faraway country. It's really okay if you don't come. I'll be there with, like, her sister is also her best friend. She's like, I'll be there with my sister slash best friend. You know, come if you want. We're going to have the best time. But right. like, I just like the idea of not putting any pressure, pressure on it. And also then that it's like, we're just going to be somewhere so fabulous that a bachelorette's just an excuse to go. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it so nice to be like getting married when you're a bit older, even though I yeah. complain about it constantly. It's just, I think those pressures are there when you are in your twenties. Like everyone has come if we're doing it everyone has to do it and like (laughs) everyone needs to put in five hundred dollars right now to secure the the house or whatever yes it ends up being so expensive and half the people don't want to go to these restaurants or can't afford them because they're still in their 20s and aren't making well i'm still not making enough money to do to do all of these things but yeah to be in in your 30s and be like it doesn't no you don't have to come no hard feelings right and like yeah this is not like this is not going to be a super cheap trip you have to buy an airfare yeah. You know, and just acknowledging that and being like, but this is what I want to do. So yeah, like we'll still be friends for sure. Yeah. Agreed. I planned my friend Emily's bachelorette when I was her maid of honor. God, well, six, I can't believe that it will be their six year anniversary this summer. Wow. But I thought I did a really good job. I bet you did. Tell me everything. We did it in the North Fork, which I think is one of my favorite places Emily had never been there, but like, it's a cool place. So there was a so lot great. of, like, we drove out two different cars. We stayed at this little motel that looks like it's from another time. It's called, oh, fuck me. I'm not sure what it's called, but there's like a big mermaid logo and it's, it has its own private beach. And in an area that's getting more and more built out and mm-hmm. expensive, it's just remained this very like, kind of 1950s, 1960s style, lots oh. of pastels. And so it's gorgeous. She works in fashion. All of our friends are very fashionable. So I, um, I told everyone beforehand to get like, go to a thrift store, a beacons closet, what have you, and get like a ridiculous looking 
like dra- dress, yeah, like a big poofy, like keep it uh, pastel. And we found Emily like a very eighties thrifted wedding dress. Oh my god! And then what? Like the second first afternoon or second afternoon, we surprised her. With, we were all wearing ours, and we made her put on, and then we did like a fun photo shoot. Oh, that's so good. But we did, I you love know, that. yeah, we just did some cute dinners out in the town, and there's so many great bars and like. Not clubs, but like yeah, bars that are playing music and people are dancing. Yeah, and and then just I think we did a wine tour because it's kind of New York. The wine is not great there, but it's there. Yeah, wine country. And to me, that was enough. That was a little bit of like chill and silliness and irreverence, and then like some fucking partying. Yeah, yeah, it's a perfect balance. Yeah, so maybe I'll do something like that, but. I am curious Which, about Vegas. I'm scared though that the um, the budget will just fucking skyrocket. Well, there. oh my god! I'm, actually, I'm like, wow! I didn't know that I had so many opinions or stories about bachelor bachelorettes. But um, a friend of mine had gone to Harvard Business School and become friends with all of these very rich guys from Harvard Harvard Business School. And lots to say about he Harvard Business School. Was he one of the one of them was planning the bachelor party and basically the person who was planning it made it sound like oh you know all you have to pay for is is flights in your room mm-hmm. like everything else will be taken care of kind of a thing and they're all they all get there they're like so psyched you know that's like kind of late 20s i guess and I think it was like 20 dudes. And like most of my guy friends from Yale have like normal person jobs. They're not gazillionaires, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're having the best time. And like one of the rich guys orders like one of those stupid fucking bottles of yeah. champagne to be brought over with the sparklers and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's like eight grand. $25,000. Yeah. The table. Mixers. Yeah. Exactly. With, yeah. Well, if, you have, if you ask for orange juice. Exactly. Yeah. yeah that'll be five, another 5k. The table at the club, it turned out, had been $100,000. Like, all yeah. this crazy shit. And the guys the guys from Yale are like, hey, man, if that's how you want to spend your money, that's totally fine. Obviously, at the end, they all get fucking bills. Yeah. $10,000 a person. That's insane. Literally, one of them had to ask the bachelor. He was like, hey, I, can't, I literally cannot afford this. Like, I'm going to have to have you loan me the money. It's like, what are you thinking? Yeah. When you plan something like that, like... Go and do that with those rich guys and go and have a really nice time. But, like, don't subject anyone else to it. It's so thoughtless. That's really bad. Really, really I would not be friends bad. with that person. That's just unconscious. So I think it's, like, if you do Vegas, then you sort of plan ahead of time how much everything would cost. Yeah. And then figure out, like, who's paying for what, what's being split, etc. Yeah. And just being upfront about it, right? Because it's, like, if you say, hey, it's going to be this much per person, then some people will just be, like, hey, I can't afford that. And it's fine. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Like your friends in Ibiza. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be like, this is what we're looking at. I think just being really upfront. Right. The good news about Vegas is that I think for women it's different because you can go to a club for free and like, yeah, you'll have to spend money on drinks, but if you don't get a dumb table. Yeah. Like, it's fine. Yeah. And the rooms are really cheap. They are. They're so cheap. And they're cheap. nice. Yeah. They're like gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, I love a hotel. Um, well, I'm excited for your bachelorette, whatever you do. Yeah. I don't think you're going to end up doing Vegas, though. I feel like that's too aggro. Yeah. And if... Uh, yeah. I would like to do... I was thinking about doing something soon, um, like in Hudson. 
you know, just like a cute town that has some great restaurants yeah. and more of just like a chill thing. Yeah. Just, I mean, I just want to hang out with my friends. Yeah. I, it's, if, if we had not been living in a, through a pandemic, then it'd be like, yeah, let's just do it. Let's do something we don't normally do. But right now we don't normally all see each other. Yes, so totally. that's the bar is low. Yeah. Just being with friends is enough. Yeah. Yeah. And if I do end up getting married in like next November, which it looks like we will, then maybe I can revisit the Vegas idea then. Wait. Okay. Hold on guys. So Ari, uh, many, many things have happened. One of which is that they're no longer getting married in July. Yeah. So when you say next November, do you mean November 2022 or 2023? No, 2022. 2022. Okay. I was like, no, at that point, like the ship has sailed. I think that I would rather this than just do like a a five year anniversary party. Yes. I know. That's kind of like where Harry and I have ended up. Yeah. It's too much time. And it's also just too weird to plan that kind of party right now. You know, it's like whatever, but okay, great. So November Mm -hmm. exciting. Yeah. Okay, so we'll have to throw your bachelorette before then. Yes. But now that I've said all this stuff, you're probably like, you cannot be in charge. No, of I feel like you now you have all the responsibilities. <laughs> Sorry. I'm in. Um, no, we, we'll, we'll figure that out. And we, um, maybe next week we can, I don't know. What should we talk about next week? Oh, it's a good question. Um, maybe we should do a deeper dive into like bridal parties. Oh yeah. Since this kind of segues into that. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, to me, like, the bachelor bachelorette is a very hot button issue. Mm-hmm. So I was thrilled to talk about this this week. And I think, yeah, let's go into the, the bridal and the, and the groomsmen's. Yeah. Not that I have very much to say about them. But. Hold on. I just have to say this now, even though it, it is not really on the topic of, it is on the topic of weddings, but not bachelor parties. And I'm scared if I don't say it, I'll forget. I had a revelation at this wedding last weekend, black tie of like, you look around, all the guys, you know, look, they don't have boohoo. They, can, they can't, like, get creative and yeah. express themselves with the way they dress. And especially in a situation like that, which usually just makes me sad for them. But this wedding, I was like, wait a second. This is like a weird patriarchal, like, misogynistic thing where, like, all the men like, you know, look the same and all the women are like peacocking. Right. So like they like are able to like disappear and yeah. just look at all the women. Oh, that's it's so, so interesting. weird. Yeah. Right. Like they can sort of be just, um, not voyeurs, but like, yeah, they just kind of get to they watch blend in with each yeah. other. It's also like, God, if you got, if you got brown hair and you're in a tux, it's like you one in a million. <laughs> yeah, so literally one in a million. I agree that usually I feel like the boo-hoo of like I like to express myself through clothing and that that must be so weird. And then I think there's also the thing of for a lot of men, I think they're like, I don't have to put in any thought. It's such a relief. Mm-hmm. But right, then for women, it's like, oh my God. Well, we've also spoken about like, you know, how how black tie is so specific for men and so not specific oh for my women. God. And I, I feel like, like getting, what length was your dress? Uh, mine, I wore a proper black tie dress, like which was full, long, floor yes, length. full <laughs> length, and like was fancier than just like a maxi. It was the dress I got with you in LA, like the red and yes. bronze, like polka dot one. Yes. Oh my god, this dress is incredible. It's a great dress. But anyway, there are people wearing minis, wearing midis, wearing just like beachy maxis. I'm like, right. just. I don't just wear something f- fancy. Like, I mean, I, I don't understand. I do think there's something like really 
I'm, I'm liking this idea that it's the patriarchy because there is something that's like, men, we're telling you exactly what to wear. Women, you know, you better figure it out. Yeah. You know, it's sort of like, it's so non-descriptive for women yeah. that it's like, well, I hope you chose the right one. Yeah. We'll right. see. You know? <laughs> yeah. And this wedding was particular, you know, sometimes these guys are a little younger, can get a little like aggro kind of predatory. And I was just like, get, I want, Ugh. I want to blend in. I don't yeah. want the attention right now. Yeah. I think a woman in a tuxedo. Wow. So Oof. hot. Yes. Like the best look. Yeah. Very like Marlena Dietrich. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I would love to have like a little tux with, you know, like something down the side of the, like a line down the side of the pants, mm-hmm. but like cropped pant, mm-hmm. cropped pant with a good shoe. Yeah. Little jacket, white shirt. Oh, wee. I mean, I think it would be kind of cool to be a woman who was like, I have this beautiful suit and I wear this to every single wedding that I go to. Yeah. And then you could like do fun stuff with your hair instead. Oh, yeah. Wow. Ooh. Oh my God. I can't wait until we talk about wedding makeup and just makeup in general. (laughs) I'm bad at it. I like to think I'm good. I'm so bad. You're so good at it. What are you talking about? I'm not. I've saved the tea. You know, let's. Okay. We'll save it. We'll save it. But okay. And I'm just going to I'll put it in my brain for later. Okay, guys. We had the best time. I had the best time. We had a, a ball at this bachelorette <laughs> discussion. We'll, we'll be s- back next week. We'll be back next week to talk about bridal parties. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe we can also talk about showers because that also feels very bridal party. Oh God, I forgot about the showers. The showers. It's like women just have to do so much yeah. dumb stuff. Yeah. Yeah. With that, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.